0: Captain and Fellow Fantasy DMs. I am JJ Wang. He is the beauty one DJ Dub. And with our powers combined, we are the
1: Fantasy Courier. So welcome to the Fantasy Courier special. These are two special episodes we are putting together for July to help people get ready for draft season. A lot of people on the sites have been asking or curious about different kinds of drafts different kinds of leagues and I was talking with JJ Wang and said hey let's do an educational kind of thing let's teach people about fantasy football sometimes I'll say words and people are like what in the world does that mean and I was like hey let's have two episodes that'll be out there they'll be floating they can be used year to year they're not really time like we're not going to talk about players we're going to talk about the nuts and bolts the how-to the pros the cons and experiences we might have in those leagues so episode one this week is draft types we're going to go through three draft types at the end. Throughout, you'll figure out which one or two we might like more than others. And that's fine. But And everybody has their own type. But before we get going, check out the Fantasy Careers on Facebook, Instagram anywhere you find us on podcast this video will also be up on youtube if you want to see our handsome mugs but share the fantasy carriers, get us out we got some exciting times coming up i have a feeling jj wang in the next month or so we'll have to have that contest again so that we can have some special guests and do the bold predictions for the year that was fun I mean, last I've been, year
0: i've been thinking about them i mean i got a, I got a couple doozies coming up i want to be a little more a, l- a little more dangerous this year but yeah so these are my favorite kind of shows i want to be like you know they're not gonna be very long but yeah. well they might you know you know no yeah, no but these are the kind of shows where you don't have to do a lot of research you don't have to do any research i mean it's just you know just speaking from your knowledge that's my fat i'm not a, I'm not a preparation guy as you know but yeah. these these are <laughs> these are my favorite i could just sit here and talk and not have to worry about you know worry about anything
1: In a couple years, you'll be a preparation age kind of guy, but now we're just (laughs) going to go through with our episode one, different types of draft. We're going to focus on three types of draft. There's probably something else that we're totally missing, but we're going to focus on the... The snake draft, the auction draft, and the proxy auction draft. Um, I'm, I'm skipping the linear draft because the linear draft means you just go in order and then you start 1 through 12, 1 through 12, 1 through 12 each round. And that rarely that usually only happens during a, a dynasty rookie draft. It's not a big focus. So we're looking at like big focus, big draft, not short drafts. So the first kind of draft we have is a snake draft snake draft means that you have an order to your league some people pull names out of a hat some people it's based upon the way the league ended the year before you can decide as a league how you want to go but you go 1 through 12 and then you turn back whoever the last pick has 2.1 all the way to 2.12 and it just sort of snakes back and forth a uh, new wave uh thing with that is to do a third round reversal which is we'll talk about that in a moment but there are two types of snake draft you could do a regular draft you get together with some buddies you just Pick some players and you go, go, go to your done, or you do a slow draft, which has become more popular recently due to people being in leagues all around the country, all around the world. You set a clock. It could be anywhere from two to eight to unlimited unlimited time and somebody picks and you move on. So what, what, what do you think? Is, what do you like about snake drafts? What are the pros?
0: I that mean, they're easy. Um, it doesn't take, I mean, it's, any person can jump in and do it. Um, it's not, doesn't take a lot of time. I mean, you're all you're doing is picking one person, what, every 30 minutes? You know, that's what it feels like sometimes. But like, yeah. and they're, you know, and like I said, they're just easier for everybody. Like the new person coming in, they're like, hey, what do I got to do? Like you got the such and such pick, you know, whenever your pick pump pops up, boom, you know, it's yours. And that's, that, that's the best part about it. I mean, everybody knows it. I mean, like if you ask anybody, but like, hey, what kind of draft do you do? I mean, it's always snake mo- most of the time. I mean, Austin's yeah, oh yeah. becoming a little more popular, but probably like eighty ninety percent. Yeah,
1: I mean it's if not more.
0: It's, it'll always you know, it'll always be there. Um i prefer a regular snake draft. I've never really been part of a slow snake draft, unless like a rookie wow. league. I can do like I can understand like a slow like rookie league draft, because I mean it's only three rounds, you can get it done in a weekend. But I feel like a slow draft in a snake league. Oh my god! feel like, like you need three months to take care
1: of that thing. I, I do it usually. The slow drafts come up more in like best ball. I'm doing a, I'm doing some slow draft best balls just because it's all around the world and it's. I haven't done a slow draft in like a home league, but I agree with you there. Slow snake drafts really are, they're the best for the home league. If it's just mom and pop and uncles, cousins, buddies getting together just to do something, you get together, you can do it. You can do it on online has sort of made it better and ruined it all at the same time sort yeah, of my I mean,
0: like, like the only way it kind of ruined it is the camaraderie of getting everybody together, right? Yeah. Like yep. everything, everything else about it is great. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. You know, you only got a certain amount of times because sometimes you be in a snake league and you got that one guy that takes like three minutes or four minutes longer than everybody when he's literally had 15 minutes to prepare for this moment. Like I'm not a fan of that guy.
1: That and guy, that leads into part two. The cons that guy I was doing a draft, and um, sometimes when you do it, some people do an unlimited slow draft clock.
0: Oh my god! Some
1: guys will fall asleep. <clears throat> some guys won't pay attention, or you're on different schedules, and it just gets frustrating for us hardcore nerds. Some guys like they're legitimately at work, so I got to be patient with those guys. But we, don't, I don't have the patience. I'm like, man, these long drafts take forever, and it's just like, oh. Yeah, if you're if you're
0: doing a slow draft, you need a dedicated set of people that. You know, aren't going to make you or just as excited about drafting as you know say you are, right? So every opportunity you know they get, you be all right. I'm gonna you know it might have, let's say four hours. You know you gotta work. You can't always look at your phone when you're working. So you know, boom, you open up at lunchtime instead of after work. You know those mm-hmm. kind of those kind of people because I mean it doesn't take eight hours to make a pick unless you just want to be that guy. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes with sooner than eight hours, you could probably get to your phone and make a pick, but you just feel like they want uh-huh. to be that guy. That's the problem. <laughs> like they want to be that
1: guy. I mean, there's, yep. oh, it's frustrating. Lesson of the wise, don't be that guy. I think the only other con for us is that it gets boring sometimes with hey. uh, with a snake draft and honestly if you don't know better it doesn't become as boring but if say you have the 1.2 you've got to wait all the way through the 1.10 to 12 and all the way back down to the 2.11 that's a long time just to sit around and scratch your nose like i like the turn picks because then i don't have to anybody snaking both my picks but i also hate them because i'm sitting there forever and what i mean by turn for everybody is the first or last pick of a draft means you get double picks. So you'd have 12 and one or one and 12 and so forth throughout the draft. That's what a turn pick would be.
0: But it, I mean, it is fun when you don't know who's being picked, right? You don't know who's coming before you. And that's, I think that's the fun part, like getting snaked, you know, or that, getting sniped. That's, thats I think that's fun. It's like the anticipation of who's being picked or, you know, it's kind of like the real NFL draft. You don't know yeah. what's coming and then you get some random dude pulling A third-rounder. Lamb
1: at the pick.
0: Yeah, like in the first round. It's crazy. You're like, oh, nice. You know, that kind of helps me. Or, you know, you're expecting this guy to fall. You're like, all right, he'll be there at 12. But some – Jack – I was about to say – but some dude, you know, takes him at five. You're like, dude, come on. What are you doing? He's not the fifth pick in the draft. But But it helps us. But if you really like somebody, you've got to take them early in drafts. Because if not – Probably not going to get you, got to reach in Snake Fest. That's the thing. If you mm. want your guys, you got to reach for them because there's 20 picks in between you.
1: As Barry says, same gotta, thing.
0: Probably not going to be there when they come back around.
1: You you gotta look basically when it's your turn. Look how many picks between your turn and your next turn, and look at those guys. You you're a tier guy. I'm in between tier and rankings guy, which we'll do later on. But look at those guys. If number seventeen is the guy you really want, and you're and it's gonna be twenty picks, to you pick? Take number seventeen. That is last note here before we jump into the next type, our personal favorite type. Unless your league, if you want to make snake drafts more interesting, allow you need a more hardcore league, but allow draft pick trading during the trade so somebody i just i've done some drafts recently where i'll take a pick i trade up like we were just posturing different positions so if there's like four guys i want i move four spots back and that guy comes up and i get some pieces later on and that's the way to keep people more involved throughout it but that you can't do that with uh with like your family your family league you just keep doing snake and just have conversations between and have fun and joke and bust each other's chops while you're doing it and have some good food
0: and and Yeah, at that point, you got to have a slow – if you involve picks, you got to have a slow draft because it takes more than than two minutes to make a deal. Or, you know, you could be two hours in, you're like, this guy's taking a really long time. I wonder if I can sneak in there, maybe bump up a couple of notches because my guy's, you know, still there. That's the good thing about the slow draft. Like I said, you need dedicated Mm -hmm. people without that guy in the draft. I know it's impossible because – that guys everywhere. We, you interview like you go to interview 11 people and they will be like, "Yeah, I'm not that guy.
1: No way. I hate that guy. That guy's terrible." But one of them's going to be that guy. Yep. Oh yeah, been there. So, let's move on. So that was the snake draft. Basically, you go from beginning to end, 1 through 12, 12 through 1 and back and forth to your dime. Uh the last part, a little last note there that I forgot to, I mentioned earlier is there is something called a third round reversal. It's one of the popular new trends in fantasy football with the idea being if you have the 1.1 you're going to get a really good player. And then you have the 2.12, you're going to have two pretty good players. So some leagues, I've never done it, and I, I don't believe you have either. What they'll done. do is after the second round, they go all the way to the end of the line. So the guy that had the the 12th pick then gets the 3.1, and then you snake all the way to the end. And it seems to apparently statistically balance. You go 1 through 12, 12 through 1. And then in the third round, it starts with the guy who had the last pick. And apparently, statistically, it, it, fell, it came down years ago with the Ladanian Tomlinson dominance. Like, he would just be so good. And then the guy that got the next guy was still so good. And then he got a double pick there of two good players. It sort of balanced it out.
0: But, I mean, if you, but if you sit and ask, let's say you ask 100 people, you know, where, where they prefer to draft, I feel like 50 of them were going yes. to say early and 50 of them were going to say late. So I mean, like the third round reversal, it doesn't make much sense. I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong,
1: but unless you're slated for a slated yes. draft picks, maybe.
0: So would you rather have the one one and the two twelve, or the you know what the one the one yeah. twelve and the two one? So I mean, it take like it kind of averages out. I mean, you're going to get two really really because because li- listen, if you're in a twelve man league, by the time two twelve rolls around, you're like, man, this draft sucks already,
1: right? uh last year that that could have been last year that could have been uh jonathan taylor and cooper cup you know something like not
0: it also could have have been christian mccaffrey or (laughs) any of those other guys so i think the third round reversal is fine i mean if somebody if if i enter a league and they say hey it's a third round reversal i'm like okay whatever it's not going to change my view or anything but i think maybe you know everybody's into stats statistics these days but i think I think it's kind of averages out
1: yeah so it's i've never done it never had it need but we also don't do a lot of redraft because we discovered the auction draft the greatest single so uh, we do have a bias here the greatest single kind of draft ever created we started a couple years we come to my house basically it is legitimately like a straight up auction uh what we do here for us is we get 10 to 12 guys we sit in a room out somebody the first guy names a guy and then I literally just auction off like, hey, who wants the best one dollar, two dollar, three dollar? We go all the way till someone spends it, and we usually do a we do a two hundred dollar budget, correct? Yeah, two hundred dollar budget. Uh, you yeah. can vary. You, it doesn't matter the budget. You it just it all balances out. Some you can do, do a ten thousand dollar budget yeah. if you want. I mean, it depends
0: <laughs> on how depends on how much money you like enjoy dropping. Like, I want to drop five thousand dollars, or I want to drop five dollars on this guy. I mean, just depends on your budget. I guess <laughs> your price budget. Where are you at? Like, how how high of a roller are you?
1: Yeah. And in a standard league, you're looking about 50, 60 bucks for like the top players. Uh, and there's different strategies. You decide how you go. I usually end up falling in the middle. Like I'll get all the bargain bin guys or guys in the middle. I end up with, and you got to also budget. So you're not like me who ends up with money left over. So there's two kinds of that draft as well. You could do a regular draft, get a bunch of guys, guys, gals, friends together. You just sit in the room and you just draft it. and Or you could do a slow draft, which I've never done. It just seems like it would take forever where you're online and it's, it's, it looks like a snake draft but instead of picking guys someone might nominate christian mccaffrey and everyone just goes through on there and they say it's not really a slow draft per se but you could do the auction without being in person it's sleeper offers it right now yeah i mean where it's, it's just one person at a time
0: so like when you like slow draft as far as like auction online it would be kind of like at one player at a time and Kind of, kind of boring. I don't know if it'd be boring, but yeah, it's
1: not necessarily slow per se. Like you put like, a, yeah, like, put a, like snake. a two
0: minute cap on it, right? Yeah. If it's online and just like you got two minutes to draft this guy, so I mean, it would take just as long as uh, you know a typical. Well, not because some people you know pick a little earlier, but I mean, it's still manageable. I'm not sure how it would work. I'd be, I'd like to maybe travel and just. I've mocked it before, like,
1: but not too much. But yeah,
0: I mean, it's it'd be all right.
1: Not yeah, yeah it's mocked it yeah it's not like, regular. pros
0: yeah, yeah the in-person auction league that we do I mean that's probably one of my favorites just because of like the action involved. I mean it's not like a snake draft where nobody's just one person at a time, nobody's really talking. You get like six or seven people going in on one guy, you know, and he should only cost twenty, but next thing you know he costs like forty five because look, I want this guy I mean that's how it is if i want if you want a guy, I mean you can always if you're willing to pay for him, you know you can get him.
1: And totally. And then with that, you don't have to, you don't, you can throw out any guy you want to. That's one of the cool things about it. Like some years there's a strategy to who you throw out. You might be like, Hey, you know what? I want nothing to do with x player but i know everybody else does i'm gonna toss that dude out there and somebody's gonna spend all of their money their big old wad of cash is gonna dwindle down because they're bidding on some dude i have no i did that years ago with um ryan matthews was a guy i despised i didn't want him because he he snake bit me one year and people still bid on him so i would throw him out there and he ended up going for way too much money because he was never spectacular but then boom that person had less money that i had to compete with later so there's a strategy of getting who you want not who you want in watching.
0: Yeah, but they're, they're every, but then the other guy is doing the same thing to you. Like, say I know you like whoever you like. I'm like, all right. So I know Adam likes this guy. I'm gonna throw him out there. I'm gonna see how high he's willing to go. Maybe he'll spend a couple more dollars because you, because when it comes when everybody's only got twenty, let's say twenty dollars at the end, that three or four dollars that you you know you bump uh-huh. up each person. That's the great thing about auction. You, know, you bump up a dollar here, a dollar there. That eliminates six or seven dollars, you know, for those twenty dollar guys, and now now you're able to get like a kind of late, you know, a late steal out of it because you was able okay. to, you know, st- stick a couple dollars from this guy.
1: And secret also to any of these drafts is know your league. If you know someone like me as a knucklehead that's a Dolphins fan. You'll be able to sneak a little bit of Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, too, is in there that I'll, I might pay a little more. Luckily, I've gotten smarter. I still do some dumb plays for him, but it's gotten better over the years. But know your league. Like, I know I pulled off a trade recently with a friend of mine who I knew was a Colts fan, and I used that to get Drake London and some trades and whatnot. through. But, you know, know your league, how you go. play, And you you decide how you play the game. That's the cool thing about it. You can be like, I'm going to go big and sit and wait for the dollar deals. Uh, the only... Another another thing just to remember as a commissioner of an auction league is make sure when you set it up that you set it up to have – that everybody has to fill a roster. Like you got X amount of spaces. One year I made – when I was learning how to do the league, I was like, hey, just buy. And some guy, he bought like 12 players and left the rest of his roster empty, but he spent a lot on those players. So mm-hmm. make sure that you have to spend – Every role. So once, and if anybody's interested, you can email us at the fansecurities at gmail.com and I can send you a blank uh, auction form that my friend created that keeps track of your auction money. It's already got, uh, it's already coded that you just type in people and that's what we use every year. I just delete it and change the names. I can, I can send that to you. So just hit me up and we got it. Um, what are the cons of the auction draft, JJ Way? Uh, I haven't really found one. I mean, I mean, they're just. I, they're, I just thought of one actually.
0: I mean, there's. I don't know. I mean, I really haven't really thought of one. I mean, other than the fact that, you know, you can get, outbid or somebody's willing to spend a little more. But man, that's not really a con. That just makes it more fun. It just, uh, just, aggravates you a little more. But that's part of the, part of the whole fun. I, I think they're the best. I don't think they're I don't think there's really any negatives what's yours
1: the only negative i thought of is you got to get the guys together so in order so it's a matter of getting everybody on the same day that's why i have my auction draft same day every year i send it out and if we get guys, last year we had the first rollover but it's a matter of just getting humans together on the same day that's,
0: that's, that's i mean that's hard in general i mean getting any that getting if it's a live people,
1: in-person draft yeah. yeah
0: getting 12 people together i mean in general is really hard these days i mean You got to sit there for weeks, you know, well, this date can't work for one guy, but this date can't work for another guy. And then eventually you're like, you know what, screw it. We'll just do it online and it works for everybody. And then you never, you never have contact with
1: people. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it's one of our greatest days of the year. One of the, we have a blast doing it. We cook out, we hang out, we chill. And it's literally the only place that I am actually um,
0: involved in conversation. (laughs) Like usually I got to get together, I'm over, you know, by myself, you know, every now and then I'll talk to somebody, but I'm kind of just like randomly like, you know, kind of awkward in person. But when it comes to fantasy and auction, I I just feel like I'm more confident in myself because I know what I'm talking about, but I enjoy it. It's just so much fun. Yeah.
1: And the last kind of sort of spawned from the auction draft is called a proxy auction. I say that and people go, What are you talking about? I discovered it a few years ago. It's basically like if you go to a silent bid auction somewhere, it's that online. It's a slow draft. So, what happens is you have a board with X amount of players. We usually have two players per person, they get nominated. And say I have, uh we'll go with an old school guy, Ladanian Thomas, on there, and I bid $65. The bid sets at $1. And then people bid me up. If someone goes over my bid, we usually do an eight hour clock. You can do a four or six. If someone goes over my bid, they become the new high bidder and the clock resets. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's the best way to auction. If you can't get together and it requires the involvement of all the leagues. Cause you've got 24 guys on there. You got to decide how you're going to spend your money. If you've listened to the couriers, you've heard us talk about our rookie auction draft that we were doing earlier that we do every year throughout the time, but it's, A very involved, but it takes the auction and it makes it able to do online with multiple people, but with a silent, like a local, you know, fire hall, silent big kind of auction idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, these are, these are fantastic. I mean, I, I just, I love these things too. But again, you got to make sure you got, because we did a draft earlier where not everybody was involved, right? Yeah. And it was kind of boring because, you know, there was three or $400 not getting pushed in. I mean, that kind of like, skews the the value of players because yeah. you got two or three guys with their $300 not putting into the pot, which kind of makes it frustrating. But the other one that we're in, you know, the bourbon ball, I mean, everybody's, you know, super involved. I mean, it's great. But a funny story about, you know, the, the about the bidding. Um, So we was doing an eight hour clock in the startup of the Dynasty Diamonds, right? The, the startup. I was, you know, at that point we were big Terry McLaurin fans. I really wanted Terry McLaurin on my team. So we had an eight hour clock, you know, pop him, on they pop him on in the morning, Terry McLaurin, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll just wait till later, get back, you know, you know, and get him. So eight hours, you know, I'm going and doing my re- referee my soccer, blah, blah, blah. Come back eight hours later. There's like, well, seven and a half hours later, like 30 minutes on the clock. Right. <laughs> and Terry McLaurin's at like $65. So I was like, all right, I want Terry McLaurin. She just, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to 60, 66, you know, then I go, Seventy-five, and Terry McLaurin's price is just going up and up and up. And by the time in that thirty minutes, he goes from being a steal at sixty-five dollars, and I make this person pay hundred and twenty dollars. So that guy lost sixty dollars just from me like it's bidding, enough. bidding him up. I don't know how much he had on him. I probably could have gone a little farther, but that you know that's the great that's one of the main strategies in these auctions is bidding these guys up, not just, you know, letting them get steals at like 65, but like this, also, past, like this past rookie draft, you know, I did a terrible job at that. I kind of ruined, you know, but it's, it, you just, I mean, you got to be able to sacrifice, you know, what if I get stuck with this guy and not going to be happy with him? That's the thing. Yeah, if and I that, bid him up, I, you got to make sure you go, to, you got to do it on people that you're happy with. If not, you're going to be, aggravated with yourself.
1: Yeah. And, the, and the, the, the downfalls are is it's just part of the game. That's the downfall is you might get snaked with two minutes left. I had that happen in a couple of years. It it's so the It's like eight years later. Two minutes. Ma- are you kidding? There's literally a minute and a half. How did you not know you were taking – you didn't take anybody? It is you so fresh. You know why
0: that you know why it happens all the time? Because in every league, there is always that God it doesn't matter there is always a guy that does that every time and usually it's like especially like if you're doing like dynasty leagues you can tell by you know the first startup who that guy's going to be and it just continues to transcend into all the rookie drafts he's just he's just that guy i mean you sit there for eight hours like, oh this is mine and then you um go back a minute later and then he's back down on the bottom of the clock for another eight hours you're like you got to be kidding me
1: but then sometimes there is that strategy like the one you had to use the other year with fields and lance where you have to wait because yeah. of what you have bit so sometimes it's strategy sometimes it's like come on dude like when i i got snaked on olave and i was like dude you have all the money you don't have your money vested either way and it was literally two minutes i was like i'm gonna get chris alive <sighs> But anyway haven't we, but haven't we all done it oh yeah
0: but i mean we might not do it as often as some people do it but I mean, sometimes you have got it. I mean, sometimes it's part of the game. You've got to do it.
1: Yeah, like yeah. And it, as I said, with your you've training got to let center.
0: people play out. That's in front, uh, to um go off the board. And you just got to keep letting them t- just to, just to tie up people's money. That's what you got to do.
1: Yeah, and that and that's. That and that's the great thing. Like it, it's a it's a fun kind of auction. It's a, it, I think it's it was a game changer to leagues around the country. And back oh back to that note I forgot I was going to say I have a friend in Alaska, so he's always four hours behind us. So he always ends up snaking us because he's awake when we're asleep, asleep when we're awake, and times are off. Or I'm in a league now where there's a lot of guy that works night guys that work nights, so they're off kilter too. So they're a bit you know stuff just gets wonky. But I think that was a game changer for leagues around the country as well, kind of like the slow snake draft was, and. We're both in two of these and the group seem fairly involved. Some guys might be a little less involved on the off season, but once it comes time to the auction, everybody seemed to be pretty involved, even in that league where we thought most people were not gonna be as involved. Only one guy went camping for the weekend. <laughs> but you know, it is
0: what it is. It is what it is. Like you said, you're not going every dynasty league you're gonna be in, not you can't it's hard to just get twelve people that are me and you, right? It's just yeah it's hard. I mean one what one out of every seven or eight, ten dynasty leagues are going to be like that a lot of them like people just don't follow fantasy in the all season because it's not i'm not gonna say there's not a need to they but, have a
1: life is that what you're yeah. saying that we don't have uh, a life i mean i've got my life is fantasy pretty much right? so that was three different draft that was three different types of drafts you can do next week we're going to talk about we're going to talk about different types of leagues so jj wang any like any wisdom here about draft types or Um, no just try all of them i mean i mean i mean mean, that's the best thing to do i mean
0: like get it i mean if you just get in one proxy auction league you know just get in one regular auction league you know that's just because it if you're in 10 leagues and it's just a snake draft every league you know it's kind of boring i don't think it's boring but i mean it gets monotonous. yeah i mean you're doing 10 snake drafts a year i mean I mean, throw in an auction league, because I mean, they're just fun. It's more entertaining. A lot more people are just involved. You have people yelling at each other, people getting mad at each other. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And as always. Well, trust the process or trust yourself and trust the process.